Build It Coach, Episode 20, Psycho Owner. Start with the end in mind. Let's go. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Builder Coach. I help you, the property owner, manage the chaos of a renovation or remodeling project so that you don't lose money, experience a mental breakdown, or become victim to a failed project. The Builder Coach is specifically designed for you, designed for the non-construction professional. We want to empower you. Welcome to the episode, Psycho Owner. Start with the end in mind. Today, we'll be discussing the foundation of your remodeling project, the psycho part, the end. We need to start with with the end. What does the end of your project look like? You want to start with the end. How does your project function in the end? How do you feel inside of your project in the end? That really is your starting place, starting what the end result is. What do you want that to look like? I'm your host, Dale Scriven, project management and design build professional. Couple of reminders. Many of, you, many of you are looking for information on how to hire a good contractor. I'm sorry, I cannot help you how to find a good contractor. If you want information on how to hire a great contractor, I can help you. Go to buildacoach.com forward slash hire. We have a freebie, a free PDF giveaway. Um, Simply give us your best email address and we'll get you that information right away in your email box. How to hire a great contract again. Contractor, again, buildacoach.com forward slash hire. Second, um, many people, I've I've been getting some emails about, Dale, how about some pictures, um, you know, I want to see the pretty pictures. Where are the pretty pictures that I see, you know, all over the place? Let me say this. In order to have a pretty picture that you see on HGTV, DIY, house, home and garden, um, magazine, etc., you have to use a process. No process equals problems that will get you pissed and eventually lead to you being pocket poor, ripped off. All right. Ripped off. Here at the Builder Coach, we want to teach the process. This is what the pros use in order to get that pretty pictures. So to a certain extent, there is a reason why we're not posting a bunch of pretty pictures. I don't want you to get glamorized about these pictures. All that glitters ain't gold. I can tell you stories about contractors who ended up building a project that looked pretty, but they installed drywall that was the wrong thickness. And then the owners were mad that they could hear every little sound in between the walls. And then anything that hit the walls, there was a hole in their drywall because the contractor installed inferior thickness drywall. All right, installed the wrong plumbing. So we have this nice kitchen, everything looks good. And the kitchen drain is not um, draining properly because they dr- uh, installed the drains with the wrong pitch, the wrong size. It wasn't done correctly. Incorrect electrical service to where when you plug in a blender, the circuit always trips 
or the light fixture or the heated floor that you wanted to install, the, the circuit breaker tripped because the incorrect electrical infrastructure was installed. We want to make sure that none of this ever happens to you on your project. So that's why we want to teach the process as we go through this, okay? Trust me, if you go through this process as you take this journey along with the Builder Coach, the things that I'll be teaching, you'll get that pretty picture as well as a good functioning project. The two must go together, all right? You don't want to put lipstick on a pig, all right? So let's get a good functioning project that also looks good. Now, back to today's topic, psycho owner, start with the end in mind, all right? And this quote will kind of frame it up. Today's smart property owner quote, if you don't know where you're going, you'll end up someplace else. That's by Yogi Berra, famous um, football, I mean, I'm sorry, famous baseball legend, all right? If you don't know where you're going, you'll end up someplace else. You must be intentional, all right? And part of that intention is knowing where you will be in the end. You don't want to drift. I remember, uh, hell, it was, heck, it had to be at least 15 years ago. I was in St. Thomas snorkeling. I was snorkeling with no intention in mind. I was just kind of out there drifting, looking at all the fish, drifting, having a good time. I'm, you know, breathing through the snorkel. So I'm not, I'm really having a, a carefree attitude snorkeling. And then I look up and man, I must have been, at least a hundred yards offshore. I'm like, how did I get the hell out here? How did I get out here? Well, I was drifting. All right. I was drifting, had no intention of where I wanted to snorkel. I just let the water take me wherever, wherever it wanted to take me drifting. Don't let your project drift. I had a neighbor where I used to live. She did a renovation project. Her name was Debbie. And, you know, I noticed that when she was building her project, she was just building for for just building. Hey, put that over there. Put that over here. You know what? She ended up paying double for her renovation because she had so many changes. She wasn't intentional. She didn't start with the end in mind. She had an idea. And she started building without solidifying that idea in her mind. And you shouldn't start designing with without having a firm idea in mind. So. How do we get to that end point? Well, we need to learn how to ask ourselves why. Why? Look, I know we're going psycho today. That might sound woo-woo to a lot of people. Ooh, he's getting a little, you know, off off chart here. But this is really the, the essence of your project. Why are you doing your project? What do you want to get out of your project? This step is the most often skipped step and this is the step that can cost you the most money all right i will you you will hear me repeat this several times why the why of your project needs to be integrated into the scope of work of your project let me say that again the why of your project needs to be integrated into the scope of work the drawings, et cetera, all, all the products that you're going to use, the work product that you're going to use to tell your, your contractor what to do, that needs to be worked into the scope of work. Think about the importance of why. Have you ever watched a murder mystery or even on the news, right? A court drama. 
the when the when the detectives investigate a crime, let's say a homicide, everyone wants to know what the motive is, the why. Why did he or she murder the victim? It's not enough just to have forensic evidence, even when they try the crime. It could be a crime with a thousand eyewitnesses. It could be on videotape. But one of the questions that they will always ask in order to have a slam dunk case, they want to know the motive. They want to know the why. Why did you do it? Why did you do it? See, once they can understand that why, that creates all the other pieces. That That's the domino. That's the first domino that starts knocking down other dominoes. The why. Why did they do it? A successful renovation or remodeling project should have a good motive, the motivation, a good why. Why are you doing this project? Today, we're going to discover your why, the emotion behind your project. Everything is emotional. There's an emotion behind your project. Now, professionally, I know I'm getting woo-woo today, but professionally, we call this root why analysis. That's within the project management room. Well, root why analysis, all right? I call this psycho owner. I've heard contractors say that owner is psycho. Well, that may be that may be a pejorative. I say it's an owner who is clear, who knows what they want. You want to be a psycho owner. okay? you want to know exactly what you want. You don't want to be one of these wishwashy owners wasting money, throwing money out the window. You want to know what the end result of your project. You want to know what it's going to be. Now, here's today's secret. You can answer your why by building a master question. And we're going to go through that today. How do you build your master question? Again, why is the foundation of your project plan? When we start later, later, we start talking about a project plan. The why is the foundation of your project plan? Why is the motive behind your project? Why allows you to gain clarity about what you really want out of your project. Again, I'm going to harp on this because it's really important. Example, why do you want to buy a car? Before you go, go looking for a car, you want to ask yourself, why do you, you want to buy a car? There's a bunch of cars out there from A to Z. Is it a luxury car? Is it a car that you want to use for frequent long trips? Does it simply need to be affordable? Does it need to be a large car enough to hold a family of five? Does it need to be fast? Are you concerned about safety? A lot of people who are concerned about safety automatically go towards Volvos or bigger vehicles, right? That's part of your why, your emotional state on why you want to buy that car. Does it need to be able to, do you need to be able to handle that in rugged terrain? That's an emotional thing, right? It's technical, but it's also emotional because you want to feel safe that you can get through that rugged terrain. You want to have a level of safety. That's emotion. All right. The answers to these questions will impact the type, size, or shape of car that you would be looking to purchase. Those are all good questions. To get those questions, you need to go psycho, that root why analysis. I'm shocked at the fact that so many people do a renovation or a home improvement project and never perform a root why analysis. Why is why so important? Why? Because again, it will frame and influence the scope of your project. I'm going over this because it's so so important. Answering why will add positive impact to your renovation or remodeling project. You will be able to communicate with more clarity 
therefore reducing your financial risk, your time risk. Remember, we want to spend 80% of our time planning and 20% of our time executing work, the 80-20 rule. Why move the behavior, behavior of those who will be involved, engaged, or impacted by your renovation project because they are able to tangibly see your vision, your dream project. Your why, again, gets integrated into the scope of work. Some people dare, again, to simply skip this step. Skip this step at your own peril. A good project owner knows exactly why they're doing a project, all right? They know exactly why. Clarity brings prosperity. You will save time, money, and rid yourself of future frustration. Trust me, your clear why will become your mission statement. Again, integrated into your project plan at a later time. Today, we're going to cover four motive questions. These are questions that I've used in the past, all right? And for for overachievers, there will be a bonus step at the end. But we're going to go over four motive questions. Number one, we're going to go over them. Why are you doing this project? Number two, how do you want to feel inside of your new project? Number three, How do you want others to feel inside your new project? And number four, how will your senses, touch, hearing, seeing, smell, taste, be impacted by your new project? All right? Answering these four questions will give you a roadmap to create your why question. All right? So all of that that will have an output of your master question. The master question will be a keystone piece of your project mission statement. Professionally, we call this kind of our project charter, all right? But your mission statement. We will um, talk more in depth about your project charter or mission statement later in the future. Um, However, the master why question is the question that will guide you to create the project that you really want. Okay, let's get started. When answering all these questions, we want to be specific. Remember in one of the earlier episodes, we stated and we raised our right hand In order to be terrific, we must be specific, all right? You want to be very thoughtful around some of these questions. Not some of them, but all of them. The formula I use to answer these three questions is statement, so that, and then and formula. That's what I call it. Statement, so that, and and. That's the formula, all right? For today's example, let's say we're building a wonderful backyard deck, all right? Everybody knows what a deck is, right? It's that you know, structure coming off the back of a home or for that fact, an apartment, they call them patios and apartments sometimes. Um, But the deck coming off the rear or could even be the front or the side of the the home for that fact. But most of the time it's off the back, built out of wood or maybe a composite material. All right, so let's give a clear answer to the first question we'll be using in in this formula. Question one, why are you doing this project? So here's my answer to that. I am doing this project because I want a deck. That's the statement. I am doing this project because I want a deck statement that gives me space to cook on my charcoal grill so that my family and friends can sit and relax on a nice fall, spring, or summer day to enjoy Mother Nature so that the value of my home increases by adding a modern environment, I'm sorry, a modern improvement and gives me an overall stress-free space. 
All right, I'm going to read it one more time. I am doing this project because I want a deck. That's the statement that gives me a space to cook on my charcoal grill so that my family and friends can sit and relax on a nice fall, spring, or summer day to enjoy Mother Nature so that the value of my home increases and adds modern improvement and gives me overall stress-free space. Now, there are key verbs, adjectives, phrases that we can extrapolate out of that, right? Cook, relax, enjoy, stress-free. Those are some of the key words that I took out of that. You want to double-click and expand on those words. If needed, use a thesaurus to help you. You want to get some of these emotional words out of them, right? Relax, enjoy, etc. One of the words that um, strike me is modern. Um, modern, in this example, is the opposite of rustic or vintage. I'm going to plan differently for a rustic deck as opposed to a modern deck. So some of these words that are starting to come out, right, are starting to create some of the requirements for my project. All right. Question two, how do you want to feel inside your new project? On my deck, I want to feel free so that I can spread my arms and legs without interfering with other people. On my deck, I want to feel cozy and secure so that I can lay down and ball up in a fetal position and take a nap. On my deck, I want to feel assured that sparks or embers on my grill won't burn my house down and my two-year-old daughter won't get hurt. On my deck, I want to feel that I'm enjoying a seamless extension of my home. All right. Now, I wrote this a while back when I was doing the deck. My daughter's actually five now. Um, so it's a key example on how I, you know, set, set up these statements when I built the deck on my new home. All right. Again, now let's take some key verbs and adjectives and phrases out of that. Free, freedom, spread arms and legs, spread out. See, we're talking about something where I need some space, right? Enjoy with others, cozy and secure, lay down, take a nap. That's kind of saying I want some assurance from some mishaps to include safety. My daughter's going to be out there enjoying. Um, and I want it to be part of the home. I want it to look like an, it's an extension of my home. So I'm getting some other, I got some other elements that I want to kind of craft into the scope of work. All right. Question three, how do I want others to feel inside your project? On my deck, I want people to eat, drink with comfort so that they can enjoy each bite of food, drink, talk, socialize, play games, and totally feel relaxed. Again, what are the key verbs, adjectives, phrases? In this example, drinking, comfort, eating, relaxation, playing games, all these are critical words. For the final question, and we're going to bring all this up to our master question, the five human senses, touch, hearing, seeing, smelling, taste. All right. I realize that some of us may not have all five senses, but engage, you know, if, if you lack one of the senses due to, you know, something happening in your life, um, engage as many senses as you can. Right. But now we're going to get down to the nitty gritty. I want my deck to feel smooth and cool to the touch when I walk or sit down. I want the sun to be able to shine on me with no obstruction. I want to let the sound of nature penetrate when I sip a cup of coffee on a sunny day on a sunny day with a light breeze. I want to see mother nature. However, 
I do not want to see my next door neighbor when I'm on the deck. I want to smell and taste the trees and shrubs when the wind blows across my nose. I want to be able to smell the herbs, the pots and the flowers on the deck. All right. So you want to go through each one of those and kind of elaborate, elaborate, kind of bring out the senses, take your time with it. Really visualize. You want to visualize these questions. Again, this is going to lead to how you create your master question. So we're almost there. And so now we're ready to create the master question. So I've taken a lot of that information that I've extrapolated out of those questions. And here is a sample question. There's really no right or wrong per se, because a lot of you out there listening, you can actually, what we just talked about, and create a different master question because every individual is different. We're not going to have the same master question, but you should be thinking about the output from those questions, right? And integrate them into a question. So here is my take on the master question. How can, how can I create a deck that is modern, secure, private, spacious, smooth, with an outdoorsy feel that allows for grilling, drinking, eating, while offering stress-free relaxation with an abundance of sunlight. Another sample may be, how can I create a deck that is natural, that merges with the environment that gives me refuge from stinging bugs and shade from the sun? So I remind you, I want to be able to relax on my deck and kind of curl up in a fetal position and sleep on the deck, which means there are some, you know, maybe I want some screening on the deck away from bugs. Maybe I want a slight shade or room for an umbrella so that the sun doesn't heat me up while I am, you know, laying down. Right. Some of those things. And also I said, I wanted to maybe have some privacy away from my neighbor. So that's going to inform some of the structures that I want on the deck. All right. Moving forward to the design and construction of my deck must meet these emotional requirements in order for my project to be an ultimate success. I'm not saying I, could, I couldn't have a deck that looks good, that was built properly, but will it suit my emotional needs of the reason why I really wanted a deck? All right? See, that right there, you have created a mission statement. That is the statement that will influence the design scope and quality of your project. Again, how can I create a deck that is modern? That's going to, um, you know, influence the materials secure. It's going to in, influence how high the type of guardrails security, meaning people seeing, seeing me privacy. Again, that's going to include how people see me spacious. I mentioned that in my master question. So it's going to inform the size of it smooth. Is it going to be out of wood or a, a um, composite new material outdoorsy? That means it's going to allow for some, fresh air to blow through the deck for grilling drinking. That means I need to have room for furnishings enough room for my grill. All right. Stress free allowing light. So maybe it doesn't have a gazebo on there. Maybe just room for an umbrella. All right. This is very important. Important step that it, it prevents your dream project from becoming a nightmare. All right. It really does. It provides that clarity. Again, 
I know this sounds like a woo-woo. Oh my goodness, this, I can skip this step. We just need to get the building. All decks are the same. No, there is a reason why projects look different. When you go to a professional and you say to yourself, oh wow, I never thought about that. More Nine times out of 10, it's because they allow the emotional state to be integrated into the, into the design. You see this happen with car makers all the time. There's a certain approach that BMW takes into account or Ferrari or Ford or Chevrolet. They take into account how is the customer going to feel when they sit behind the wheel for the first time? What's the emotional state? What is the emotional state based on the budget? All right. What is the emotional state? Those things are thought about when there's a design. All right. Now, as a bonus, and I highly recommend this as a bonus, create a vision board that embodies your master question. Use magazines, periodicals, cutouts, pictures. Research some of the imagery that you want. All right. That you want in your master question. You should have all of this mapped out before you start designing and talking to any designer or you even, even if it was a DIY project, you should have all of that in mind, your emotional values integrated into your project. Do not skip your, um, your emotional state. I can tell you what's, what's going to, but this is the worst thing. You go through all this trouble this whole process of, you know, getting a design, hiring a contractor, paying money, having people in in and out of your home for a period of time, facing uncertainty, the project gets built and it's not what you wanted. That's horrible. What a waste of time. You don't want that. All right. Make sure the project fits your needs. All right. There you have it. This episode is a wrap. Today's takeaway Start with the end in mind. Start with the end in mind. And, and and I will say one day we'll start. We'll talk about starting with the end in mind as it pertains to the physical construction. That's a whole nother conversation in regards to starting with the end in mind as it relates to scope, time and cost. We'll talk about that. But that's number one. Start with the end in mind. Number two, create your master question. And there's a process of creating your master question. Again, there's not necessarily one way to do it I've used the method that I've described today in order to do that but bottom line is whatever method you want to use it should lead to a question a master question that embodies your emotional needs in your project number three the answer to your master question becomes your mission statement or again professionally we call that your kind of your project charter all right but that's what we want to do We want to create that mission statement so you stay clear throughout your entire project in regards to what you want. There you have it. Feel good about yourself. You took the time to learn. Acting on this information gives you a fighting chance against project chaos, money loss, and continuous stress or greedy, unethical contractors. If you know someone who needs help, invite them to listen. Please listen to Build It Coach at your favorite place to listen to podcasts, whether it be iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or whatever, your favorite place. All right, let's look out for one another. 
build a strong community of property owners and investors who deserve a dream renovation or remodeling project. Again, if you want more information, go to buildacoach.com forward slash podcast. And please, if you get the time, leave us a review so that will help spread this podcast to those who are really in need. Until next time, may your dream project become a reality. Please understand that every construction project is unique. Therefore, the lessons, teachings, and principles expressed in this podcast need to be tailored to your individual project. Any advice or information expressed in this podcast is intended to inform, educate, and teach. All advice and information is based on experience, research, and opinion.